Hey everybody, Doug Addison here. Welcome to Spirit Connection webcast. And it's an exciting day of releasing a new prophetic word that's uh, not just for the month of February, it's for the next few months. And uh, this is February 6, 2019. Uh, hope you're just really ready to go because the Lord is moving. No matter what it looks like on the outside, I tell you, God is moving right now. Behind the scenes, he's moving uh, some of the greatest stuff I've seen in a long time is going on right now. So, Lord, we call on earth as it is in heaven. We call heaven down into uh, into our uh, houses, in, into our groups, into our phones, our, our computers and the Internet. Right now, we just call it in that there's something about to be released in this broadcast. The Lord sends a powerful word. Uh, to get ready for this. Uh, so, Lord, we say now that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. DougAddison.com is my website. Follow me on social media, the Doug Addison Facebook, Doug T. Addison, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also follow the Daily Prophetic Words, hashtag Daily Prophetic do what I do. I get it delivered to my email address. So just go onto my website and sign up to have it delivered directly. That way you don't miss one. As well as we be talking about our new app we have, the, the Doug Addison app. It, uh, I'll be talking about that a little bit later. But it's going to be an exciting time. If you're joining us live, you can chat in your questions. We've got the Enlight team uh, who will be giving me questions a little bit later. I'm going to do Q&A a little bit later in the broadcast uh, and uh, I want to release this prophetic word, first of all. Uh, this month, in fact, this week, I just got an update from the prophetic word that I got. It was an encounter at Yom Kippur. Now, that's the um, during the Jewish uh, New Year, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. It's the most holy day in the Jewish calendar. I, I tell people all the time, I'm not Jewish, you know, and I don't try to be Jewish. Uh, I don't even you know, celebrate any of these uh, holidays, except I align myself to hear the Lord during certain ones that are really powerful. And that's, those are two of them, right? That were just Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, which was, they vary every year, but this, it was September 19th, uh, 2018. And I had a very powerful dream that morning, spiritual encounter. I released it on my uh, October 2018 Spirit Connection webcast, just like this. And I also released the prophetic word that went around the world called Ancient Paths in a Time of Transition, where I talked about the encounter. Well, wow, the Lord just gave me an update this week on it. I was kind of surprised. And basically is this, Jeremiah 6.16. Here's what the Lord says. I stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths, ask for the good way and walk in it, and you'll find rest for your souls. But you said we will not walk in it. That's really interesting, because that was part of the prophetic word to launch the Jewish New Year. Uh, what the, the time we're in right now is, is centered around this, that God's opening ancient pathways. And then I had a dream. Actually, if, if this all started because of a dream on Yom Kippur. I woke up to this narrow uh, doorway, I was trying to get through the doorway. It was only big enough for one person to go through. And I knew that I was supposed to move, or we, actually everyone, needed to move our stuff 
out into the new season, which it was, I saw a pool of water, beautiful uh, uh, scenery, and I knew that we couldn't take our stuff from the old season. In fact, I was squeezing through the narrow doorway to get into the new season. And uh, then I had the encounter, of course, about Jeremiah 6.16, about choosing the crossroads and the ancient paths. And you could read it or listen to it because it was it was quite a powerful one. But when I woke up and had these encounters back in September, the Lord said, this is the doorway, this, this narrow door, dream. This is the doorway for the new year that you're entering into. You will not be able to do things like you used to. You won't be able to bring things in from past seasons. Uh, it's going to be a narrow time of transition, but it's going to be worth it all. Narrow means that, that you don't have a lot of leeway. You know, even right away, normally, for me, I had to live this word out. For me, I normally, uh, after Yom Kippur, uh, and right during that time uh, until, oh, probably mid to the end of October, I'm writing a book with all these prophetic words that I get. It's called The Prophetic Forecast. This would have been volume four. I started in 2015, uh, and this would have been volume four this year. But the Lord says, well, actually, after I wrote it, he said this. I wrote all eight chapters by the end of October, and my writing team was all ready to turn it into a book. But the Lord says, don't do it. I want you to live this prophetic word out. Uh, You've got to do things differently this year. That's what that means about narrow. So now I have a narrow pathway to release this prophetic word, or all of them, actually. It was... was, uh, eight chapters of, and I, I never did actually release the book because the Lord gave me a narrow pathway, an ancient path, basically, a, a, a understanding and how to release it, which I'm doing right now. And that's, I'm just trying to give you an example of what that prophetic word means. I've been contacting some people to tell them, you know, you might be doing two or three things right now. Like, you know, one thing, Maybe doing something uh, overseas, or maybe you're doing something supporting this group and you're doing this and that. Wow, this is a year. You might want to choose one or maybe two things. Like for me, I could I couldn't write the book and do what I'm doing right now. I had to I had to choose the one thing, and the way he told me how to do it might be two. But I'm just saying it's narrow. It's it's focused, and so this week. The Lord uh, gave me a heads up. He said, things are now going to birth early. And uh, it was, I think it was on Monday, he said to me, um, he said, uh, quite often, I know this, especially with my prophetic words, quite often they take nine months. New revelation and prophetic words, not always, but oftentimes the prophetic word of the month, you know, that I get starts to birth out like like the... Uh, like the maturation process of birthing a baby like a woman would do birthing a baby nine months later, we'll start to see something happen. And I know that about my words. It's not on all of them, but quite often it is. And the Lord knows that too. And he said that He said that um, this week right now, actually, the week we're in right now, the first week of, of uh, February 2019, he said, this is actually the halfway point between Yom Kippur September 19th, 2018, and the birthing of nine months later, which is June, June 19th. He said, this is the halfway point. So I put it in the, I I go to a website, it's a date calculator, put it in, sure enough, it it was four months and 15 days. It was, it's halfway. When I got this encounter, it was four and a half 
that would be times two, would be nine months. And so this week, he, he surprised me. I wasn't expecting this. He says, it's the halfway point of your September prophetic word. And he, he said, I want you to give people a heads up to not be discouraged, even if things seem difficult right now. He said, uh, the Lord said, I'm about to speed things up and I'm releasing to you, not just me, to you um, instead of nine months. It's now going to come in February. For those who are listening, those who have eyes to see, those who are pressing in right now, the Lord is going to do something amazing. And he's going to start, this is the first time I've ever seen an accelerated birth in four months, four and a half months. I've never seen it. And suddenly, even in my life this week, all of a sudden, all these things that I needed to know started to pop up and revelation into things and how to resolve it and the plans of the enemy been revealed. That's what that's what will happen. So uh, here's what's going on. Starting in February, you're going to see the birthing of what God spoke to you back in September. So go back and look. If you didn't remember anything, go back and look at my prophetic words because quite often uh, my words are seasonal. And so go back and look um, at the one I told you about in October. And quite often this happens, but we're going to start seeing something happen in February. But then the Lord also said this. He said, it's going to be an accelerated release to prepare you for something greater in the next after nine months of Yom Kippur, which would be June 19th, 2019. Now, that's a great number, you know, 61919. And he said, that that's the birthing point. That's actually nine months later. So I looked on the calendar and it's when we actually celebrate Juneteenth. It's the, it's the commemoration of the freedom. It's called Freedom Day, Freedom of Slavery in the United States. Actually, it happened two years before but it marks the day on the calendar that that Texas made a declaration to to uh, to celebrate the freedom of sl- from slavery. So the Lord said this: there's going to be a new freedom because the nine month birth of the Yom Kippur words, uh, prophetic words for this year, falls on Juneteenth, and you can look that up on Wikipedia to understand it. But it's this: basically, you're going to get freedom. There's going to be greater levels of intimacy. There's going to be new power. There's going to be new authority come. You're going to get set free from things that have held you back in the past. So I'm so excited that this is coming. We don't have to wait four and a half months to get it because it's going to start now. But I tell you that in the next four and a half months, you're going to see things come into line like you have never seen before. So uh, it, you know, it might be greater for other people, one person over another, but, I, but this is a time to be encouraged. And also this week, in fact, on the same morning I had that, I had what I call the dream called the secret place dream. And I remain, you know, I received a major prophetic uh, dream this week on Monday, I believe it was, about the uh, what's coming in February. This is before I understood the Juneteenth word, the the halfway through. But in the dream, I was in a car driven by an angel. I knew it was a faceless person and um, their presence was awesome. I was in the back seat being driven and we were looking for a campsite or something like that. I just said, I said, I just want to go find a place to pray and develop deeper intimacy. So they, they took me down this hill 
a beautiful campsite, gorgeous, and it was deserted. No one was there, and it was so peaceful. I was wondering why aren't there any? Why isn't there anyone around? And I knew that it was something. The Lord said, "These are the new places that I'm going ahead of my people who are seeking me right now. I'm going ahead of them to uh, make a secret place." Now I knew this. Uh, that I was praying. Actually, I've been decreeing Psalm 91, 1 through 3. Decreeing means that you pray it in, you know, I pray this thing in every single day, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my God in him, I, I trust. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the um, pestilence. Now listen, this is something. I've been decreeing this every day to enter into the secret place with the Lord, to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's how I can stay positive in the midst of all these storms, of all, all the stuff that's going on, is because my prophetic words are birthed out of the secret place every morning when I get up at 4 a.m., They're birthed out of the Psalm 91 secret place, abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. I tell you, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what Satan throws at us or me, because I abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and He is our refuge, our fortress. Surely He will deliver you. And that's what's going on right now. So the Lord said, watch for these new places to, to open up. He's calling us to leave things from the past season and to seek him for the new pathways for deeper intimacy and revelation this year. Now, the dream I just had this week uh, of the secret place campsites actually reminded me of the Yom Kippur encounter dream with the ancient pathways as well. I noticed that the campsites in the dream had numbers that seemed to coincide with chapters of the Bible, particularly the Psalms, and I was drawn to some of them uh, in the dream, and I knew that that this was a deserted campsite, but the Lord said, I'm going ahead of you to prepare a place for you. He's calling you into this secret place of deeper intimacy, the secret place of abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, and that's how, uh, really, how I can release the uh, prophetic words that seem a little bit more positive than the season we might be in. But I tell you, you could get there. You rise above. You ever been uh, flying in an airplane and and you look down? The sun's shining great up there, you know, 30,000 feet. Then you look down in the cloud cover. And then when you go to descend, you realize, oh my goodness, it's raining. It's a storm. But I tell you, it's just like that with the Lord. Above it all, he, the sun is still shining. Above it all, he is still God. Above everything, on earth as it is in heaven. It's why it's so important to learn how to release what I'm telling you. I, I've been training people. In fact, we're going to be running a special uh, uh, training uh, in the month of February for people who want to learn how to do this, really, how to abide under the shadow of the Almighty, how to uh, get into that secret place and how to unpack this prophetic word and live it out in your life. And this is a time that God is going ahead of you. And, and um, here's what you can do, how to prepare. People ask me that. How, how do I prepare? Well, look back to last September. See what the Lord was speaking to you. If you don't have anything, you know, also, by the way, it doesn't have to be exact. 
it's a ballpark or, or, you know, thereabouts, or possibly something that you've been feeling the Lord say. Or again, if you don't know any of that, go back to my prophetic word in uh, back in October of 2018. Take a look at it. You can find it on my website, DougAddison.com. And uh, you can you can Google it, you know, the prophetic word for that date, and you'll find it. And you'll read that prophetic word and begin to pull those things in. And God is doing something new right now. And we're going to see it happen. Galatians 6, 7. Uh, this is how to prepare. A man or woman reaps what he sows. Uh, verse 8. But whoever sows to please the flesh, from the flesh they reap destruction. But whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit you reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for in the proper time. You will reap a harvest if you don't give up. Wow, this is an important verse because how to prepare is you want to sow things into the Spirit. Sow means do. Do things that are going to edify your spirit right now and not your flesh. Your flesh might be wanting to grumble, complain, overeat, charge too, but you know, your flesh will be crying out to do the things opposite of what the Spirit wants. But if you just do some things, and begin to sow in, like watching this uh, this webcast, this actually is sowing into the Spirit. And uh, if you're complaining and grumbling while you're doing it, it's not. But what I'm saying is you can shift things right now. And you want to begin to sow into the Spirit and not into your emotions, your flesh. Spend time over the next few weeks and months worshiping, reading the Bible, praying, just, uh, you know, decreeing Bible verses, take communion. I do that. I take communion daily. You don't do it daily, but my goodness, it's powerful. Once you realize and you get a greater understanding of the body of Christ, that we're all one. You can do things, uh, you know, like stop grumbling and, um, you know, sow a blessing instead, go on a negativity fast. Or or uh, you could join my uh, four-week course I'll be telling you about in just a little bit. That will sow into the Spirit. Reach out to other people. That's why I release the daily prophetic words. I do. I started them, I think it was in, gosh, I don't remember, 2012 maybe. I don't know if it was 2011, 2012. Started them a long time ago. And I do it because I needed to shift the spiritual atmosphere over myself. So I started releasing daily prophetic words, positive short ones. And it shifted things. I tell you that is, um, it's called, you know, Jesus calls the mustard, the, the, the mustard seed, the parable. He says the smallest seed made the biggest tree of faith. He said that. But that's kind of like uh, the response that happened with my little daily prophetic words, you know. Uh, they're really not that powerful, you know, in the sense with just one of them. But they now have made me, uh, you know, uh, they just... I can't, I'm not taking any credit, but they have created favor for me all over the world. The smallest seed of revelation turned into the biggest tree in my ministry. And so I do this to, to, to shift the atmosphere over people and myself. And so I want to pray right now and impart this to you. So Lord, we pray. We pray for the ancient paths that narrow way. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would open up the heavens, that we would understand the season we're in, that it's a nine-month period since Yom Kippur and only four and a half months has gone by, but you're saying, 
I'm going to birth it. I'm going to birth things early for those who have eyes and ears to see and hear. I'm going to do what the Lord says. He's going to release power. He's going to release you from prison. Many people have been in, in a wilderness, in a prison. I tell you, there's some revelation coming to you to get you out, get you unstuck. Don't believe the reports of what you're seeing right now. So we take this word, Lord. We we just say, give us a sign of your goodness. And we pray that you would show us something that we can just really understand about what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. I've got the second half here. The second half of this prophetic word because I want to shift gears for a moment. And the Lord revealed to me back in uh, last year, actually, in um, <clears throat> 2018, he revealed to me a prayer strategy that I've been talking about quite a bit because he told me I got to get this out to the world. And we actually, did you notice the federal government reopened? And, and this was, I went into a time where I was in, I remember 17 days into the government being closed, I cried out, and I was already crying out every day because I have a prayer assignment <clears throat> for the government. And uh, and so I was crying out. I do remember on the 17th day that something happened during the time I was crying out, and he began to release to me a strategy to get the government back open. And it's called a three-chord, the three-chord attack. It's based on Ecclesiastes 4.12. One can be overpowered. Two can defend themselves, but a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Now, that's actually from the Bible, but Satan can use those biblical principles. So it's a three-chord attack, and it's a, a prayer strategy. And I'm going to go into it here in a bit, but the government, I tell you, I got together uh, three ministries, all three, it was three of us, myself, two others, and I, I showed them, uh, they knew my three-chord attack, and we began to pray, and the Lord showed me how to break the three-chord attack, because each individual demonic force that was trying to do this, we would bind it, it would come back, because it was all three together, was causing something that was um, not easily broken. And once we broke it, I tell you, um, I believe it was the next day, yeah, it was the next day the government opened, and the Lord said, I want you to tell people how to do this. So here's what happened. Uh, I Last year, actually, I asked the Lord, because I released so many prophetic words, what, what was the most uh, most effective or powerful word I released? And he told me, he says, well, my goodness, it was the prophetic word that I released July 2018. And <clears throat> it was called Making Sense of a Chaos, uh, Chaotic World, July 2018. And it was the three-chord prayer strategy. I, f I got it for the very first time, and it was how to overcome the attacks of the enemy that we're seeing right now. It was how to uh, overcome the violence to actually, once you get get out from under this three-chord attack of violence, and, and it will actually even change the weather patterns over you. It changes everything. And so back in June of last year, July, I was teaching people how to do this, and I also did a webinar I mean, an online training. You can actually take it called um, Disarming Difficult Times, Passionate, Positive, and Powerful Prayer, where I go through it. Just go to DougAddison.com forward slash uh, Powerful Prayers. That's where I trained on the first time about this. And the Lord had been taking me into this because I know that based on some of these, uh, some of the things I've been doing, been able to stop violence happening. And 
without going into all the stories which you can hear about on <clears throat> you know on that webcast or uh, even last year the free one last year in July so let me get this let me just get you this so I've been crying out because you know there's a Isaiah 59:19 says that when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him now just to be clear what you know just I mean people don't understand this part of what's going on the enemy's coming in like a flood and people are blaming the Lord step one stop blaming the Lord violence all the stuff happening people say what kind of God would allow that a God of free choice instead of a dictator that's a that kind of God he's a God of free choice it's the enemy doing these things Jesus even said he says uh, you know, when he started talking about the father, he said, what kind of father would give your your kid a, a bad gift? You know, and and so he Jesus himself was saying the father is love. The Lord is love. And so when you look at it in, in Matthew uh, 13, 28, uh, when the weeds came up, you know, and, and, and the, in the wheat field, the uh, Jesus said an enemy did this. And but the enemy comes in and sows weeds in the midst of the Lord's wheat field. And so the first thing you need to do, if you want to change the spiritual atmosphere over your life, get into line with heaven, is to let go of your anger towards God. Because that, you have don't blame the Lord for what's going on. That's just a, a side note. So as I revealed, you know, God began to reveal the three-court attack. He actually took me back. I was able to get healed of several things. That, and again, though one may be overpowered, two can be uh, defend themselves. A court of three strands is not quickly broken. So if you're praying alone right now, look up Ecclesiastes 4.12. You might be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. I don't know about you. I want to be more than just defended. I want to be powerful in the Lord in breaking these things. So that's why when I get, uh, you know, some issues going on, I call three people at least or text three people. And we, of course, we, we agree together with two, you know, and, and two are better than one. You can get more done. But there's something powerful in this season we're in right now. Luke chapter 3, we see Satan using Bible verses to try to trick and trap Jesus in the wilderness. Remember that? He used all these Bible verses to trick Jesus. And so, in other words, the enemy knows biblical principles. That's why the enemy knows Ecclesiastes uh, 4, 12. And so the Lord revealed to me that there are hidden three-cord attacks and a special strategy to break through it. I've been talking about it a lot over and over because I want to get this out there into people's uh, spirits and especially into the intercessors. Explains why sometimes we pray in the name of Jesus and we don't see results. Psalm 83, 5, uh, here's what it is. With one mind, they plot together. They form an alliance against you. Um, and then if you read that, there was all these kings that came against Israel. Well, those are the same as the demonic kings that could still come against you today. Write it down. Psalm 83, 5, look it up. This is the three-court attack. With one mind or one attack, they, they plot. More than one source can come and come against you. So... There was back to the uh, last year, the Lord revealed to me back in July or June, I released it July, the three-court attack of Satan right now to get people to go crazy and the violence 
to get people to believe that it's not the Lord. It's called fear. Number one, fear. The lack of love, or even later, turns into hatred and judgments. Fear, lack of love, or hatred, and judgments. That's the three-chord attack. So people, um, <clears throat> you know, can get into fear. And if you're grumbling and judging people, and then suddenly you lack love, that can get a hook in you. And that attack can then come against you with more power. That's why we keep crying out over and over. Go on that negativity fast. Hey, this is not just some fad. You know, this is to break this thing that Satan's doing right now. Fear, lack of love, and judgments is what's holding down revival. And the attack of the enemy is causing people to go crazy. Sickness, afflictions, all kinds of things. It happened to me. I tell you, that's how I got sick because I was living this out. I'm a signs prophet. What happens to me is the prophetic words. I got sick a couple years ago for a few years. Actually, I just got healed last year. But the number one thing was was fear. And Jesus tells us this. Listen, this is important. Luke 21, 26, about the end times. Jesus says, men's hearts will fail them for fear. For looking after those things that are coming on the earth and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. So Jesus says people's hearts are going to fail them because of fear. According to the um, CDC, the Center of Disease Control of the United States, heart disease or heart failure was the number one cause of death. There you go. Luke 21, 26, Jesus prophesied this. He says, you know why? Fear. Because fear and looking at things and a lot, looking at the shaking instead of the Lord. And so, basically, Jesus gave us the reason why heart disease is the number one killer today. And it's fear opposed to faith. Now, let's get it. I want to help you here. Because 1 John 4.18 tells us a little bit more about it. It's how I actually got fear. I got uh, healed um, of chemical sensitivity, Lyme disease, all kinds of things. It was right here. 1 John 4, 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Now, if you're casting something out, that's a demonic force because fear involves torment or punishment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Write that down. Write that down. 1 John 4, 18, chronic levels of fear can allow Satan to get assigned. Satan can assign tormentors. I'm not saying you get possessed. I'm saying you get oppressed. You get sick. Your finances can get attacked. You can start moving in chronic levels of fear. It can actually open tormentors to you. And the solution then is to cast out fear and to come into agreement with perfect love. And I'm going to show you uh, later how to how I did this. And that was the root cause of my multiple chemical sensitivity, Lyme disease, where I, I broke this three-chord attack. Now, there... You, I'll show you later on where, you know, the three chords work. And, and so the first one was fear, which we just talked about. The second one was uh, was love or lack of love. That's because Jesus said, Matthew uh, 22, 37 to 39, he said, the greatest commandment is love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and also love your neighbor as yourself. You know, sometimes, again, we get angry at God. We blame him for stuff. Uh, maybe we get emotional wounds. We get angry with other people. And we experience self-hatred or anger towards others or low self-esteem. See, those are, the, those are the symptoms of not being in perfect love. And it happened to me, even though I was in the ministry, I was a prophet. I had some wounds when I was a kid, you know, the stuff that had happened to me. 
uh, a long time ago that was buried and caused some of these things to stay in there and chronic levels of fear had developed in my life and I ended up getting sick. So the second uh, attack that you're going to want to come out from under, the, I mean the third one, the first one is fear. The second one is the lack of love or uh, greater levels is hatred. The third one is judging others. Jesus says in Matthew 7, 1, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged with the same measure. It's important because it's a spiritual principle. It's like what you sow, therefore you shall reap. These things happen. If you judge, and that's why I keep crying out to people, do not fall into the judgments. Maybe judgment's too hard of a word. Disagreements, harsh disagreements, you know, correcting each other. Anything that's not flowing in unity of love might be judgment. So you want to take this into consideration. If we judge others, we we can fall under judgment ourselves. Um, It is possible that judging others can cause us to lose our authority in the place of prayer. Because this whole place in Matthew 6 and 7 comes right, Matthew 6, comes right after the Lord's Prayer. Then he launches into this part, this teaching. And it goes um, even into the part of giving money, you know, and it can cause you to come under a curse. Uh, Not necessarily a curse, but it causes the enemy to open up things and shut off your finances as well. So here it is. Um, God is revealing to us the the three-step process for healing of the attack of fear, lack of love, and judgments. First of all, get rid of it in your own life. Rid yourself of fear. Fear, whatever you need to do right now to do that, take it captive. Take every thought captive. Begin to get some get some uh, fear verses in the Bible. You know, God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Get some fear verses. Begin to decree those every single day. Take those thoughts captive. You need to get healed of all those unloving spirits that might be inside you. That's a little voice in your head that's telling you things. Or maybe the unloving stuff against others, anger and rage. Uh, You need to rid yourself of judgments, arguments, disagreements because the spirit of accusation has settled in and Satan himself is called the accuser of the brethren. I tell you, you don't want to come into agreement with that title of Satan. You don't want to accuse others. You want to lift them up. And so here's how to battle the three-court attack. Again, this is more than... I went over this in my December web, uh, webcast. I, I've done it a few times. I've done some podcasts on it. But this is the time where I'm pulling this together. I'm going to show you how we got the government opened and a couple other things. The elaborate three-cord attack web. I, I was traveling uh, to San Diego to do a meeting right around New Year's, the first week of New Year's. And I saw a web of three-cord attacks. They were like, there's the three you know, the, the fake uh, trinity. They were three demonic cords and they were like a, they formed a net over cities, businesses, churches, people, nations. He showed me the system of the demonic attacks like that web because, you know what? The world wide web is full of judgments because there is a web of this demonic attacks woven into it. And we have a call to break these things. And here's how you do it. You break it in yourself. That breaks it. You break it in yourself. It's done. Satan doesn't want you to see or understand what I'm about to say. And listen, I'm living this out for a number of years of my life. 
So here's how the process to break the three chord attack. Well, first of all, not every attack is three chord. Uh, only if it gets identified as a three chord. Like the Lord showed me, we kept praying against the violence every day, but it wouldn't break in the name of Jesus. So that meant that there was something else. I found out, oh, okay, it was because it was a three chord, or you'll find it in the Bible. And uh, there'll be three things that come together to, uh, you know, in the Bible, um, you know, anguish, terror, uh, you know, uh, unrest. There, there was three things mentioned in a, a verse. So first of all, uh, identify what it is that is the attack. Then look for the three demonic forces or negative emotions such as fear or anger or the demonic force that it might be behind it. Repent of anything and everything you have in common. This is important or it'll come back. You need to repent and even generational. And then as you do that, you can ask the Lord to separate these three. That's called binding them in the name of Jesus after you uh, repent for anything you have in common for each one, like for fear. Lord, I repent, renounce, break. Fear. All the way back to Adam. I break the generational curses of fear. I repent for anything I've had in my life of fear. And I cast out. I bind those demons. I cast them out. Then what? Then see, so you do those with the thir- three then once you get the three done, you know, you, you know, you're following me here. Then you want to look at the attack that they are doing. And they will, the specific attack, that's where they conspire together as one. That psalm I read. They conspire together as one mind or one attack. And so the attack of violence or whatever that might be. And so as you do this, then you can now break that attack. And you can, you're, we're not pulling down powers and principalities. We're actually getting rid of the access they have to us so that we can operate underneath them. And so there is a misunderstanding about that. And, and when I say this, we're not, you know, I'm not battling powers and principalities and rulers in the, in the second heaven, you know, in that second heaven, uh, according to Ephesians 6.12. We do struggle with those things. But I tell you, would you... Get rid of the stuff inside you. That's when you're going to get a devil a black eye. You, you know, I'm just saying, I don't have time to go into it. But here, here's a three-court attack in, in the book of Daniel. In chapter 11, it talks about um, the prince of Persia was involved uh, with holding Gabriel back. And it talks about the three-court attack and the alliance of the different three kings. Uh, now, it could have been some person, but I tell you, these were demonic forces that came together I'm just trying to show you a biblical understanding. There's also a place in the New Testament, Acts 7.43, talking about um, the... uh, There's just another example. I just don't have time to go into it right now. But here's the three-court attack that happened to me that got me sick with multiple chemical sensitivity and Lyme disease. And I had chronic illness until I came out from under this 1 John 4.18... There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. So here's the three. The attack is sickness, right? That's what I had. So the attack, there's no fear in love. That's what the Lord says. So lack of love, fear, and torment. Those were the three things. And people who are under chemical sensitivity uh, might, uh, probably 95% of everybody might need to deal with this. And uh, lack of love fear, 
and torment. And so you do the process I just said, and then you break that. When I was able to break the three-chord attack against me and get rid of it in my own life, then I got set free. I got healed with a very short time period of time. After trying to get healed for almost five years, it suddenly happened overnight. Here's the three-chord attack against the government. We had the government shut down. Remember I said that? Jeremiah 4, 6 and 7. The Lord said this. He, I said, well, what is it? And my Bible prophetically opens. Uh, and the presence of God was in the room. And he says, for I'm bringing disaster from the north, even a terrible destruction. A lion has come out of its lyre. A destroyer of the nations had set out, and he's left his place. The three-court attack that's against revival and that came against the government and is attacking people now was the king of the north, Daniel. Also, this is in from Jeremiah 4, but it's also found in Daniel 11, king of the north, the lion and the destroyer of the nations. And the three of them were actually uh, causing the ability to go under a... If you read Jeremiah 4, you'll see what the attack is. Go ahead and read that. They'll see what the attack... It'll call, you know, cause you to lose your ability to hear the Lord, lose your ability to speak to other people. They receive your words, put you under oppression. Sound familiar? There's three things right there. Rebellion. So the evil, it says in Jeremiah 4 that people had evil in their hearts, rebellion, and the conduct of their actions and deception. Now, these are the things that we started, uh, I started getting my team, myself, my uh, others repent for these things that we had in common. Once we cleaned that out, we were able to go against the attack, not tear those powers and principalities down. We didn't tear down the king of the north, the lion, the destroyer. We, what we did is we removed it from our own lives. And that did something in the heavenly realm to restore our authority in prayer. And once we did that, we came together as a three-strand cord against this, and the government opened the next day. I tell you, I've got it documented. We've been uh, doing this. Probably that the government stays open, of course. But it was a demonstration that this is going to work in your life. So I want to call you right now. There's, I don't have time to go into, into this, uh, you know, but I want to pray and activate this right now. Lord, reveal any three-chord attacks or any attack, actually. They're not all three-chord. The three-chords are harder to break. The three-chords are the ones that you, you've been praying against. They haven't gone away. In Jesus' name, right now, I speak that the spirit of truth would open up. The spirit of the Lord would come. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, counsel, my knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. The seven spirits of the Lord would be imparted now to come against these three-court attacks. And where Satan tries to double your trouble, the Lord is going to now come in and give you revelation into it. Now, you're going to have to watch. Watch and see what's going to happen we break off fear. We break off the lack of love. We break off these attacks, the oppression, the lack of, <clears throat> the uh, lacking the ability to hear and discern in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Well, I didn't expect to go this long, but the Lord did tell me this was important to get into people's spirits. All right. I've been talking about it a lot and, um, I'm just excited for what God's doing. Uh, right now, we are actually, um, <clears throat> uh, I have a new book coming out, brand new book uh, through Destiny Image as a publisher, uh, and it's coming out March 19th, and it's called 
hearing God every day, understanding supernatural ways God speaks to us. So get ready, uh, because I wrote this book, really, because people say say to me, you know, well, how do I know the difference between, you know, when it's God, myself, some, or, or something else? Or, you know, how am I able to overcome these things? How, and how do I do the things that I see you doing? Well, it's it's in this book. It's because I release daily prophetic words. You can hear God every single day because the supernatural is all around you. So watch out. We're going to uh, start a pre-sale, I think, at the end of the month so that you can get it. Uh, watch our social media, our email list. It's going to be uh, an exciting time when we launch the book. Also, I just launched the Doug Edison app. It's back. The app is back. And it's available free in the app stores for iPhone or Android, Google, uh, I think Google Play or, or the uh, Apple. And the app is, is especially helpful for those uh, you know, maybe if you're not on social media or you are, or you're fasting from social media, you can actually, if you're fasting from social media, you can use my app and still get my prophetic words and get everything because it doesn't qualify as social media and, uh, technically. And, uh, you can get my blogs, my prophetic words, even watch my webcast right now on your phone or your tablet using the app. Just download it, search for Doug Addison. And thank you to all our partners of InLight and students for testing, being part of the beta test team as we've launched it. So we're excited about that. Now, drum roll, please. The Deeper Dive Into Your Destiny is a four-week interactive mentoring experience with me, Doug Addison, starting this Monday, uh, February 11th. We're going to meet for four Mondays. You don't have to be there live uh, because it's going to be on the internet. Uh, But God gave me this strategy, like instead of writing the book, right? He said, don't write the book. Uh, about the prophetic word instead release it in different ways and so this is one way we've already done several free podcasts and uh, you know webcasts I've given a lot away uh, away free and then I did the um, opening your book of life webinar the online training last month it really takes takes what I uh, that I released in the prophetic word pretty deep now we're going to dive deeper for people who want to go through a four week mentoring. It's a group mentoring process with me. Just go to DougAddison.com, dive deeper, or click the link below uh, to find out more. It's the first time in a very long time I've ever, I've done any kind of coaching groups like this, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a, a blast. We're really looking forward to it. So again, you don't have to show up live because um, you can actually, um, you know, watch it, the replay, or two of them are going to be live. The first and the last one are going to be live. The other two uh, sessions are delivered to you as an interactive uh, uh, video and exercises to take things deep, that open things up. Basically, as a Doug Addison School of the Spirit uh, on how to open the heavens, how to open your book of life, how to understand the prophetic word and apply what it means right now. I'm excited about it. Check it out. All right. Um, consider donating to our cause, too. Just go to DougAddison.com forward slash give. We appreciate it. Uh, we don't charge for everything. Uh, we purposely do that because people help support us, and it helps us a lot. All right. 